स्वामी शिव प्रभुपाद की जय अनंत कोटि वैष्णु वृंद की जय सोम गुरु गोवर्धन बिंद की जय
the doorkeepers. They are the strongest people. They are the gods. So Jay and Vijay. So if you look at it from that point of view, the four Kumaras go there. There's a little bit of talk. You know, there's nothing much. They can, they could have spoken nicely, but anger came in there, and they cursed them. And then the case is that they have to come to this material world as demons. So why demons? Now they are devotees. If you are go to Vaikuntha planet, if you are a devotee, you cannot fall down. Then why demon? Why didn't they just come to the planet in the material world as devotees? Why as demons? Isn't that a question? Because he wanted to fight. And if they knew, devotee will never fight with Krishna, will never fight with Nara. So he had to create that situation that they are inimical to him. And that's why they took three beds. I assume he's going to go, we'll talk about those three beds. And the first one is, they came down as Harinakashtu and Harinaksha. We'll cover in the so let's understand this. We we don't try to actually see there's a master plan there. So if we see our life is also like that. Whatever we are going through, there's a master plan there. Now we have understood that uh, these two children, uh, these are the children that we have gone through this in Bhagavatam area. Nakasya Puni in a head and children, and she had the children at the time of the dust, which is the time when Lord Shiva comes out with all those office group and who are his um, whom does he trouble with? All the Rakshas, where does he live? In the cemetery. So all those people who are Rakshas, demons, whom nobody wants. Lord Shiva wants to give them their, his association so they could also become devotees. So these are the people who are troubling. Now you can see that here it says that you take bath in the family of most sinful Asuras. And whom do they take bath from? Diti. <laughs> Isn't that? Who is the father? Kashyakram. You know, and Aditi's children, they're demigods. So if we can see, even the heritage is, parentage, you know, it's very high. But that does not guarantee that what kind of a child you have. So, later on, uh, <clears throat> it is said that parentage of things Lord does not matter. You can be of a very high birth, or you can have a lot of money, a lot of opulence, you can do a lot of austerity. All these things does not really please Krishna. It does not please Narayana. What really matters is the devotional service. So anybody can do devotional service. So this is the first thing. They have been cursed now. And in the next, basically the whole of this canto will be covering this. This is just the basic point of what is happening. So we should understand this. At this point, the four Kumaras are the devotees. And then later on when they smell the feet, the, what is at the feet of the Lord? Tulsi. And then they become devotees. And then uh, you will hear, they are one of the four 
paramparas, discipline, session, Vaishnava paramparas. That is our Bible. And the knowledge comes from there. And whom did they get the knowledge from? They got it from Brahma, the father. So if you really look at it, now, this particular parampara, Brahma Sampradaya parampara, until it comes to Gaudiya Sampradaya parampara, what did Chaitanya Mahaprabhu do? The four paramparas, he took two things from each of those paramparas. So, at from that point, this is basically a combination of all the paramparas. I had a devotee who was a great worshipper of, I think, Ramanuja in that parampara and she didn't want to chant Hare Krishna. The, the husband was a great devotee, he was um, worshipping Krishna, he was chanting and she could not get her mind to that, how can I leave him, I worshipped him all my life. And then I sat down and I said, if you go to Mayapur, if you go to Chaitanya you will see that um, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Maharaj has put all the four, Vishnu Swami, Madhva, Yamnashare, and who's the last one? Uh, Nimbarka Swami. Nimbarka Swami. So all four of them are there. I said, by being part of this, you are not actually debating from whatever. And immediately, it made sense to her. She started chanting, you know, 16 runs straight. So this, this is the beauty of our. And it doesn't matter which Vaishnava Sampradaya they are, we can actually get them to actually worship in this. Okay, we'll read the next verse. Evam saptahu sabhavana patana tahuta kripalavi Roksaham punyaha janmadivam Tribhulokaya kalpatam While Jain Vijay, as case by the sages, were falling to the material world, they were addressed as follows by the same sages who were very kind to them. Outdoor keepers, after three beds, you'll be able to return to your position in Vaikundalo. And for them, the duration of your curse will be finished. So, there were only cases for three lifetimes. It was not, they were eternally coming down. These two associates of the Lord, Jay and Vijay, later descended to the material Lord, taking birth as the two sons of Diti, Hiranyakarshu being the elder of them, and the Hiranyaksha, the younger. They, very, they were very much respected by the Daityas and Dhanavas, demonic species. So they were born as demons. How does that happen? How do we understand that two devotees come in this material world, act like demons? So this is also the power of the Krishna's which energy? Is it the external energy or the internal energy? Is it Yogmaya or Mahamaya? This is Yogmaya. Why? Because they are trying to do a particular pastime. They are going to create so much hope in the world. People might think, you know, I've been thinking like that, thinking this. I said, these people should be actually, they're so glorious. Because of them, we have Lord Narsimha there to worship. If they hadn't created all those problems, 
Lord Narsingadev wouldn't have come. Lord Ramchandra's pastimes wouldn't have been there. Isn't that right? Because this is what they are trying to do. The devotees do not care what kind of things they have to do as long as it pleases the Lord. Their only desire is to please the Lord. So that's the goal. That's what we should be keeping in our, our mind. Whatever we are doing, is it pleasing the spiritual master? Is it pleasing the devotees? Is it pleasing Krishna? How do you know it's pleasing the pleasing Lord Krishna? What is the sign? What is the test? What is the easiest test to know whether whatever you are doing is pleasing Krishna? Spiritual master is pleased. The spiritual master is pleased. Oh, basically, devotees are pleased. That is the sign. The devotees are pleased. Krishna is pleased. So if you want to please Krishna, what do you do? You please the devotees. It's very easy. So what do you have to do? You do what pleases the devotees. And in this movement, you know, Prabhupada made it very easy. You come here every morning, you dance, you have a little bit of philosophy, you have nice prasadam. So save devotees. Make them happy. You always get it. There's so many devotees. There's many ways of serving. You know, save them prasadam. Just ask them. Be nice to them. Prabhu, how are you? Mataji, how are you doing? Is there anything I can do for you? Just smile at them. Nothing. If you just smile at them, that pleases the devotees. Just recognize them. Simple, you know. Oh, Hare Krishna Prabhu. So, that person knows me. Isn't that right? Sometimes you go to senior devotees, you go there and this person, Oh, I met you, I remember you. That is enough, you know, that has made the day. You give a little bit of prasadam with your own hand to somebody. I know I usually distribute prasadam. As soon as I have prasadam in my hand, I see devotees coming because they know I give prasadam. So it's very simple to actually please devotees. And that is the goal. By pleasing the devotees, you are going to please Krishna. So this these two brothers, Hiranaksha and Hiranakashpu, these are the two brothers. Now, usually in the material world, the way we see is, if there is two is born, the first one is treated as older, am I right? And the second one born is the younger, in, in our, in this material world. But what is, what is actually right? What does Bhagavatam say? What is conceived first is eldest. Yeah, but how do you know which one is conceived first? The one who is born last is the oldest one, not the first one. The one who is born conceived second gets born first. The one who is born last gets is the older one. So Hiranakashtu was born later and he was the older of the two. And then, by their mercy, the Lord appeared twice. So we're going to read the next verse and we'll come to that. Ato hiranakshahum harinaha simarupinaha hiranakshahau darodharehe vibhartaha saukaraham bapuhu Appearing 
it is not wrong to go through difficulty. Who was one person who said, I would rather have difficulties than bliss? Kunti Devi. Why? Because when she had all those difficulties in her life, every time she had difficulties, she prayed to Krishna and Krishna appeared to help them. Isn't that right? Throughout the whole life, they had all problems. But not for a moment, they lose, lost their faith in Krishna. And that's what we have to learn from all this. So whatever is happening, there is a superior uh, arrangement for that. And whatever difficulties we are going through, we should, think, we should actually thank everybody. Doesn't matter they are good or bad, if they can make us remember Krishna. And most of the time, people who put us through difficulty make us remember more about Krishna than your own friends. Isn't that right? When it is difficult, it's, oh, Krishna, please help me. And if it is all good, okay, I'm the doer. When there's a problem, then, oh, Krishna, please, Krishna. But the fortunate thing is that at least we can know about Krishna. Majority of the people in this world, they don't know about it. They even don't know that they're not this body. They're totally in illusion. Most of the people are no different from animals. Isn't that right? What is the difference? They're in ignorance. Human life is meant for enlightenment. Enlightenment that we are not this body, we are the soul. We are part and parcel of Krishna. We are servant of Krishna. And we are supposed to save him. So by worshipping him, by praying, Lord Mara says that anybody who offers prayers to the Lord, the Lord hears that. He doesn't need our prayers. But if he offer, offer prayers to the Lord Narsingha, the oh Lord, he accepts it. And by that we make a lot of advancement. You might not so I'm not advanced enough to actually don't know how to worship or offer prayers. All you have to do is repeat what the saintly persons have already done. All the prayers we chant in the morning, Sansar Dawa, you know, oh, prayers offered to Sila Prabhupada, to Tulsi Maharani, just saying prayers. And try to actually understand what you are saying. We chant, Hey Krishna, Karuna Sindhu, what does Karuna mean? Merciful. Believe that he is full of mercy. How can you not? Expect if he is merciful, how can he not be merciful? And he is not only merciful, he is ocean of mercy, Sindhu, Deen Bandhu. We are all fallen, he is a friend of the most fallen. So don't just change these mantras, try to hear what you are. Understand? So at least just reciting the prayers and just meditating on those prayers. This is a two different thing. The more you meditate on these prayers, the more you can, as soon as you say, Hey Krishna, Karuna Sindhu, Deen Bandhu, Jagat Tate, he is the master of the, you know, think of Lord Jagannath. Gopesh, Gopika Kanta. Kanta means? Everyone recites these prayers almost every day, right? What does Kanta means? Gopesh, Gopika, Kanta, beloved, lover. Gopesh, Gopika, who are the Gopas? The Gopas. Gopika are the cowhead girls. Gopesh, Gopika, Kanta. Radha, Kanta, Namastute. Radha, Radha is Radha. 
Whatever you say is the last one has the most significance. So when you chant this mantra every day, tap the kanchan, gaurangi, what does that mean? Her complexion is like mountain girl, tap the kanchan, gaurangi, radha, vrinda, vaneshwari. She is the queen of Vrindavan. Krishna lives there, she is the queen, she is the owner of that place. So we should meditate, that's the place I think, when you think of her, you think of her, put your, mentally put your head on the lotus feet and check these mantras. Okay? So, that's the Bara Avatar. And then later on, Hirnakashtu was killed by Lord Narsingadev. Now, we do not worship Lord Bara that much, at least not in his form. But almost everybody worship Narsingadev. Why? What is the significance of Lord Narsingadev? Why do we worship him so much? <clears throat> because he is Bhakta Vatsalya. He is the form in which Krishna comes to protect his devotee. Janani Prabhu, um, the head pujari in Mayapur, one of the twin brothers, was asked, you know, how do you worship uh, Radha Madhava? He said, don't worship them. Don't ask for any praise for them, just worship them. They're too busy. He's too, he's too busy with the gopis. If you want anything, you go to Lord Narasimha. He's the one who's going to get rid of all your obstacles and everything. Now, there's a deity, there's a demigod whom we worship to remove all auspiciousness, inauspiciousness. Who is that? Ganesh. How, where does he get his power from? He gets... Where does he get his, specifically, which form of Krishna? Lord Narasimhadev. So his head is placed at the feet of Lord Narasimhadev. And because Lord Narasimhadev gets of all inauspiciousness, makes everything auspicious, so just because of that he gets the same power. This is mentioned in Brahma Savita. So Lord Narsinga Dev comes and we have Prahlad Maharaj. The other thing to understand is this. Prahlad Maharaj has taken birth in Adhyamani family. So if you want to go to India for example, right, you go to the south, a very nice temple. If you want to do deity worship, is everybody allowed to do that? If you want to go and do personal service. No, you have to be a Brahman, right? You have to be born, you have to be trained right from the... See, Prabhupada has been very merciful. A demon like me, you know, I have to get, to get an opportunity to go on the altar and do the service. But there is a difference in there. So, there is a lot of restrictions in there. Certain places, even then if you are taking a bath in a man's body, because in India, most of the places, women are not allowed to do worship. Am I right, Mataji? Right, only you have to be in a man's body to actually do these things. There's a lot of restrictions in there. Even men are not, certain men are not allowed to go into the temple. So if you have taken bath in a lower family, like in a Mohammedan, you know, then you are not allowed to go to. Jagannath temple has so many restrictions. You know, uh, people in white bodies are not allowed to go and into the... So there is so much restrictions. Here, Prahlad Maharaj, Narasimha is telling another thing is that 
To become a devotee, there is no restriction. Even born in a demon's family, you can become a devotee. Um, Haridas Thakur, what was his bed? Yeah, he was born in a Muslim family. He could not enter the temple, but he was proclaimed as the Namacharya. So there is for to become a devotee, there is no restriction. What is the difference? All, all the Varanasram, there's a lot of restrictions. You have to be a Brahman, Chatriya, Vaisa, Sudra. So Brahmans can only actually do that. But for devotee, it's above the bodily platform. It is on the level of the soul. Now you might have hearing me. I've been saying he's in the body of a man or body of a woman. I didn't say he's a man or a woman. We are in a particular type of body. We are not this body. This is the first thing we have to understand. So when somebody asks you, who are you? You think and answer, yeah, answer them. I'm a soul or I'm a man or I'm a woman or I'm an American, I'm Australian. These are all designations to the body. So we have to get above all those things. Then we can understand. So to a devotee, Prahlad Maharaj being born in a demonic family, he became a devotee. And he not only became a devotee, he became a great devotee. But what was, how did he become a devotee? What did he get that other demons didn't get? He got association of Narad Muni. So this is the qualification. Narad Muni gave his association, gave him instruction, and the demon became a devotee, and one of the greatest devotees. So I was thinking, Srila Prabhupada has given us this. Srila Prabhupada has given us all these books. He has given us the Mahamantra. And the whole world is full of demons. And it is our responsibility to go and help them out. We have to enlighten them. It's a very big responsibility. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he came 500 years ago, he said that his name will be chanted in every town and village. Not many people believed him. Bhakti Vinodakur believed him. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Maharaj believed him. And there are so many disciples of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Maharaj. How many of them believed it? Not many. They said, oh, this is not going to happen. Kalyuk is so powerful. It is something Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said. It's not going to happen. But Srila Prabhupada did. And Prabhupada, we are all his extensions. We are all trying to save this moment. So we have to learn what Prabhupada has given us. And we have to give to the rest of the people. This is our responsibility. It's a very big responsibility. So, Lord Narasimhadev, where did he appear from? So this is the next lesson. Krishna is everywhere. Only if we believe it. When Hidnakashtu asked the Lord Maharaj, is he in this kamba? Is he in this post? He said yes. And then he tried to break it up and Lord Narasimha appeared. And then we know that it says again and again in all, all the scriptures there 
the Lord appears in the heart of a devotee in the form of Paramatma. So if we look at it, every person we can see, we, can, we should be seeing that Krishna is there. So if somebody is there and you have to offer offenses, don't be scared to offer offenses. Don't think, oh, he's not a senior devotee. I should only offer offenses to a senior devotee. You don't offer offenses to the person. You can always offer offenses to the Paramatma. Does that make sense? So in that way, you can offer offenses to a tree. I was listening to a lecture on during the Kartik. They said the trees in Vrindavan are very special because we can't see this, but Krishna resides there and he performs all these beautiful pastimes under these trees. And the trees listen to it. And when you go and sit down there and you touch their feet, you get a mercy of those trees. You get to you get purified by those pastimes and by their mercy. You can learn from anywhere. You can learn from a little kid. You can learn from a tree. A tree that is dying. You look at it and you say, okay, there's a soul in there. Knowledge is everywhere. And what we have to do is slowly try to just be careful. You have to actually, before you can preach, you have to find out what grade they are in. Then you have to bring them. You can't preach them high school stuff to a prep kid. So you have to go to the level and then gradually bring them up like that. And if you don't have anything, just give them prasadam. That's the best thing. Yeah. That's something easy. One more Prabhu makes so much prasadam and distributes it. That's what we have to do. Okay, the next question. <laughs> Kaladam Keshwa Priyaham Jigham Yeshu Akaram Nanaha Yatanaham Ritu Haritade Desiring to kill his son Prahlad, who was, very, who was a great devotee of Lord Vishnu, Hiranakashpu tortured him in many ways. So, what are the ways he tried to kill Prahlad Maharaj? He put them with snakes. Not only one, many snakes. Many venomous snakes. Huh? Put him into the fire. He tried to burn him. He tried to uh, have an elephant. Now he's five years old. You see how big are the elephants? He wanted to... But nothing could... Nothing could hurt him. So this is the point you have to understand from this. The point is that doesn't matter how hard somebody tries to kill you. If Krishna is there to protect you, nothing gonna happen. So this is the lesson you have to take from this. That you have complete faith in Krishna and Krishna will protect you. Our problem is that we don't have faith in Krishna. That's why we try to do uh, do things on our own. Isn't that right? I was talking to a devotee and he says that see this are fight. We have to start, you have to analyze your own life. Because the idea is when we have the first thing that comes is Shraddha. The next one is Sadhu Sangha. Right? And it gradually goes to prayer. So this is different stage of the same thing. It's like in the beginning you go sugarcane juice. 
If you cook it, what happens? It becomes syrup, right? Then finally what you get? Is you get sugar candy. So it's the same thing. It's just more thick and thick and finally when it's totally pure, all the ingredients are gone, uh, impurities are taken out. What you get? Is Krishna friend. So this is what we have to walk towards. Start looking at your life. Analyzing is if something nice happened, why did it happen? How did Krishna's hand happen? If something bad happened to you, ask this question, what is Krishna trying to teach us? If you don't want something bad to happen to you, right? For, for example, you do something wrong, so father punishes you. You do the same thing again, what does he do again? He keeps punishing you, right? Every time you do. But as soon as you learn the lesson, you stop doing it, does he punish you anymore? So when you have, are put into a situation, Krishna is trying to teach you a lesson. And you ask them, why, what lesson is trying to teach me? And you analyze on it. And once you understand that, and this is the lesson, then Krishna will take you to the next level. You have to pass grade, pass grade 1 to go into grade 2. And every bit of our life here is a lesson. We should not get attached to all these things, Patriarista. We should know that whatever we are going through is a... Sometimes in a family, there's so many people, but then there's some really nasty person that comes in the family. And he makes everybody's life miserable. They are the most best people. One, one bad day for me, the whole family now. Bad is bad. But no, but if, he, if that's one way of looking at it. That is bad, but if you look at the other way, he's the one that it makes you most detached. <laughs> Isn't that right? He said, you know, oh, if everybody is good, then you are dead. Oh, everything is nice, I want to stay here. But if there's problems in there, you know, something, uh, you know, somebody does something wrong, say, okay, one gone, two gone, three gone. And then as you realize that Krishna actually makes all this arrangement, then as you come closer to the final, you know, which is there, all these things start going over. You slowly get detached from everybody. Because you can't leave this world unless you have detachment. As long as you have attachment to this material world, you are stuck here. So, first thing is that you should have complete faith. This is the past time sit there. The other thing is that you have to understand, I'm just summarizing what we have said. There's Krishna's plan in everything. Try to see it from high up. If you just if you are here, we can see what is around us there. But if you take a in a camera, you go high up, then you can see the whole of Malcolm. There's a plane there, there's a picture there, there's a park there, there's a road there. We don't know what's around there. So if you look from the top and see what Krishna is trying to do, there is a plan there. Every living entity is trying to actually fulfill his desires here. They get born as our children or they come as our partner, husband and wife because they have their own plan, because of our karma. So the first thing is that you can never be happy. Mark my words. You can never be happy. As long as you blame somebody else for what is wrong in your life. The day you took ownership that whatever has happened to my life, I am solely responsible for it, you'll be happy. The only reason the other person is doing something to you because you deserve it. 
It is not his problem. It is your karma. I kill somebody. Somebody kills me. Well, he just wanted to kill somebody, so that's his karma. But I'm suffering that because of my karma. So if you want happiness, you have to accept the responsibility. I am responsible for whatever is happening in my life. Do not blame everybody. And you will see if you can just meditate it. If somebody is bad to you and you just look at it and say, okay, I am responsible for this. But as devotees, you have to understand this. You just get a small dose. Krishna has minimized everything. You just get a small dose. You know, just like somebody had a small scratch and Prabhupada said your hand was supposed to be chopped up. You just got a small scratch. Krishna has minimized because we have taken shelter of it. But at the same time, we have to understand that this is not a place for us. This is Dukha Laya. This is a place of suffering. So you need two things. You need to be detached from this material world. And you have to be attached to Krishna. Two kinds of people who also live this material world. Three kinds of people who live this material world. Who are they? The Mayabadis, and the Gyanis, and the Yogis. But Gyanis and Yogis don't have attachment to Krishna. So they go to the spiritual world. But where do they go? Do they go to the Brahma, they go to the Brahma Jyoti, and they fall down from there. Because, you know, you can fly high, but unless you have a place to land, you're going to come down. <laughs> so you need to go and take shelter of a planet, to bike on the planet, to know that you have to know who, Lord, who lives there, who is the Lord there. So only the devotees can actually go get out of this material world and never come back. In some cases, they do come back. And that's what we are talking about right today. Jay and Vijay came back. But they, they were not ordinary people. Now I was thinking about this. They appeared as Hiranaksha, Hiranaksha, and Hiranaksha. Next one was Ravana and Kumkaran. And the third one was and and Sishupal, now we hear that the question is basically this, this particular part of this when Yudhishthir Maharaj is asking why did Sishupal merge into in, in, the, in Krishna? So what does that mean? There he is saying is that Lord is, this whole chapter is basically that Lord is not partial to anybody. He's equal to everybody. This Impartial. is the whole thing. He's impartial to everybody. Impartial. Right? And the whole, the whole of this control is basically based on that. But we understand this. They merged into the body. So basically Prabhupada says that when the demons get killed by Krishna, they merge into them. Which means they go to the Brahma Jyoti because they don't have a love and affection and relationship with Krishna. They can't go to the spiritual plan. Some of them are very few fortunate ones, like Kutna. But Kutna had another desire. We'll cover that when another day. But, but here, he appeared three times, they merged into it. They, they appear one more time. And whom they appear as? Jagrahi Madai. Then they go to the spiritual Then they go even higher than Vaikuntha. 
because they become devotees of Mahaprabhu. And where does Mahaprabhu reside? Golopindava. So, by, by saving the Lord, even as a demon, they became promoted. You know, eventually they got this highest position in there. I'm not saying, the thing is that if a demon can get there, <laughs> what happens if you're a devotee? Surely we get Yeah, we will get there. Have complete fight that Krishna will protect us and Krishna will take it. That's why he's called Dean Bhattu. Yeah. So this is standard of Krishna 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 the standard of demon in the non-demonic, the non-demonic, to go there, because of the There's a difference. The demons go to the Brahma Jyoti. You know what Brahma Jyoti is? So, so, just like we have got light here, sky here, right? They merge into the just light area. They do not go to a particular planet. Because they go there, and there is no association with anybody, they are on their own. But because they are in the spiritual world, there is no suffering. But there is no bliss. And we are all looking for happiness. So eventually they come down again. So it is not that, basically, you waste the time. But when you become a devotee of Krishna, then you have a relationship with Krishna. Then you go where Krishna is. The other devotees are there. Then you worship them. Then you are with them. Worshipping Krishna, and then you don't come back. Does that make sense? I can put you in a room and everything is nice, there's no suffering there. How long you can stay in there? Eventually, you want to get out. Everything is nice, you know. Outside is hellish, inside is your own, everything is peaceful, no problem. But how long can you stay there? Bored. I would rather go in there, suffer outside. And that's why these people who go up there and they come down here. So first thing, they became karmis. What do karmis do? They want to enjoy everything in this material. They get frustrated. Then they said, I don't want to do anything in this material world. And what do they become? They become jnanis. Jnanis are the one. I'm not this body, I'm not this nighty, nighty, nighty. And finally they say, so at the time of the death, Whatever we are thinking of, whatever our consciousness determines our next life. And their consciousness is, I don't want to do anything in this material world. So they have to get out of this material world. Krishna puts them in the spiritual world. But because they are not devotees of Krishna, they can't go to his planet where he is. So they go to a place called Brahma Chakti where everybody merges into the life. It's just that. So for example, a devotee would go to the sun planet and worship the sun god. But a mayabadi would just merge into the light. <laughs> Does that make sense? Now when they come back, they are frustrated. Now they have become a karmi, they try to enjoy everything. They try to become bored, and it, that even failed. So what do they become next? What is the next stage? They want to become void. Voidism, which is Buddhism. So Buddhism, our people are saying there's nothing there. There's no material, no spiritual, everything is finished. I don't want to do anything with this. This is frustration. But a devotee says everything is there. 
Krishna is there. We go to the Krishna, we go to Krishna Lord and we become his devotee. Does that make sense? Have I answered your question? So, even a demon, if it's killed by Krishna, he goes there, but it's not there. You have to come down. So don't try to become a demon. <laughs> that will guarantee you going up there and never coming back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for a nice class. How to increase our love for the lotus feet of Krishna so that we can be here quicker, fastest, um, faster? I'm a lazy man. I'm a, I'm a, I've got a very logical mind and I always think. Always, I always tell people, walk smarter, don't walk harder. <laughs> Right, so this is my philosophy. Now you have to understand what pleases. How do you go to Krishna first? Right. You do things that he, it pleases him most. Yeah, Krishna's senses. So what pleases Krishna most? Now you look at this. Just look at. Listen to the thing we have spoken about. Lord Narasimhadev. He's so angry, isn't it? Why is he angry? Right. So his love for the devotees is so much that he can take this form of Narsimhadev and basic. And when he came as not Narsimhadev, he was so fearful that Brahma, the demigods, even his own wife, Lakshmi Devi, could not go in front of him. But for Devi Prahlad who had complete faith in the affection of his master. He had no fear, no, no. So, what we can understand from the, this is that nothing pleases Lord man more than when the devo his devotees are pleased. And that is the goal. By pleasing his devotees, and, and in the beginning when I was in Fiji, I thought that, okay, I've been here for many lifetimes, I don't want to be, so what is the fastest way to go? Should I take the stairs or should I take the lift? Mm -hmm. And then my thing was that, okay, please the devotees, Krishna gets please. How do you, how, what is the fastest way to please the devotees? Service. Huh? Service. Service. what? What kind of service is the best service? Huh? Huh? right? <laughs> Most of us are here. And this is the reason why I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> Because I know if I cook them, you know, they, they're happy. Isn't it? This is it. You cook now, so many people, so nice prasada, you know. People come to me, to me, you didn't cook this time, right? So if they, by now, they also know that if I didn't cook, you know, like that. And if they're happy, this is how I know Krishna is happy. The devotees are happy, Krishna is happy. Any other way? Uh, the fastest way, for us to get out of is preach the message of Prabhupada. Prabhupada is very dear to Krishna. If Prabhupada gets pleased, if Prabhupada goes and tells, tells Gornitai, take this person, take Mahatma, please. You know, he has saved me so nicely. They can't say no. So if we save Prabhupada, save his mission, Rest is all taken care of. Save your spiritual master, save this mission. That's what our gurus are doing. Very good, very good. Yes, mother. Actually, 
Lord Krishna appeared in the form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to beat Sankirtan chanting the holy name. The essence of entire Bhagavatam is chanting the holy name of the Lord. Yeah. That is the easiest way to please Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is another than Krishna. Yes, the the way to worship, you know, we worship Krishna, uh, Lakshmi Narayan. We do deity worship and things like that. How do you worship Lord Narsingha, uh, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? Chanting. Chanting what? Holy names. Which holy names? Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. 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 Hare Hare. Hare Hare. So yeah, it's nice to say, 
That's that's the lesson we have to learn. That's what we have to practice. Our life is sadhana. Sadhana means practice. But the goal is what is the spiritual life. We are not like Srila Prabhupada who can come here and preach without being affected. We have to have a lot of compassion. And that's what we practice now. And one day, you know, when you are qualified, in one life Krishna will send you, okay, you go and do what Srila Prabhupada did in one of the plans. That's your desire. ठीक है? ओके विल स्टॉप हियर। दर्शना श्रीमद् भागवतम की जयनिताई की जयशिला जगन्नाथ बलदेव सुभद्रा देवी की Shilaprabhupada and his movement key.